Welcome to the Wired Insights Podcast, where we talk to professionals, creatives, and business owners about their experiences, what they've learned along their journey so far, what inspires them, and why. Welcome to our Friday podcast. My name is Tim Burfield, I'm CEO of Wired Insights. With me is my co-founder, Nikki Hillman. How's it going? Going around the room, we've got Mason Burfield. Hello. We have Tori. Hello. We have Junior. Hello. And we have this fine young man. Darius. Darius? Darius? Yeah. Darius it is. <laughs> Darius. <laughs> He's a smart one. So our topic today is essentially where we're seeing ourselves, which is the death of traditional television advertisement. And now it's being replaced by social media. We've got things like IGTV coming up. Facebook, television, basically Facebook's like television anymore. In fact, at home I've got one of these NVIDIA Shields and they have a Facebook uh, TV app on there where you just watch Facebook videos. Right. So I, I myself, uh, I'm 47 years old, I cut the cord for satellite cable TV probably five, six years ago and I haven't looked back. So it's all YouTube, Netflix, uh, things like you yeah. know, Hulu, um, Cody, that media player, stuff like that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm in the, I mean, not exactly the same boat, but for me, it's the biggest thing is I feel like that's where, like, social media, Hulu, these places are gaining a lot of attention because TV for the last 10 years of its existence has just been so saturated with ads and, like, the same sort of thing that you've been seeing, I think. And so, as a young person who would, you know, back in the day consume that content like especially in like the 80s for example mm-hmm. it was huge right um but now i feel like people my age just it goes right over their head you know we don't see it and you know the chances of me seeing someone's tv ad if, if a if i'm watching tv at, on that show at that specific time and i didn't you know dvr right. or something like that the, the odd chances of catching me watching that ad um, or, you know, if I didn't pick up my phone or right. change the channel during that ad, you know, there, it's very, very rare that I feel like the ads get the message across to the actual consumer. Yeah, I think you nailed it. It's a difference between watching what you want, when you want. Like, you go to YouTube and you just search what you want to watch and you watch it. Right. On versus, your time. Yeah, I mean, I used to go home and just turn the TV on, whatever was on was on. You just watch You just have that yeah. mindless, mindless chatter going on. Where now I just don't have that kind of time. So when I want to watch something, I watch purposely what I want to watch. Mm-hmm. And if I had it on DVR, what would I do? I'd skip the commercials anyway. Right. So if I'm watching it on YouTube, I've got YouTube Red just so I don't have to watch the commercials. Exactly. Um, and premium for Hulu. So the yeah, same exactly. Thing. Yeah. I, yeah, you were there with me when I got the premium for Hulu. <laughs> That's funny. I definitely I've talked <laughs> a couple people into premium for Hulu now. I need premium. Oh, that's so annoying. Yeah, it's and it's the same ad over and over and over. Yeah, exactly. Hulu hates me because I've got a really good ad blocker on my computer. So it'll be like, we're sorry, we couldn't load this ad. Please just wait 30 seconds. And I yell at the computer, I'd rather sit there in silence for 30 seconds and look stupid, silly ad. Right. Darian, how old are you? 14. 14 years old. So a 14-year-old, how do you watch TV shows or shows now? What do you do? I go to Hulu or Netflix. I just find the show whatever I want to watch and just binge watch it. Do you have regular, and binge watch, yeah, that's the other thing too, is you don't want to wait for this stuff. Right. That's a right. great point. Mm-hmm. But do you have regular TV in your house that you ever watch? We do have it in our house, but mm-hmm. we never watch it. My dad watches it like every night. And like, we do this thing where it's like, there's a show that comes on 
that we watch together, mm -hmm. only because, you know, family bonding and whatnot. And that's the only time I ever watch TV anymore, it was just to uh, watch with my dad. That's basically it. That's or it. the news. Or the news. Yeah, the news. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever gone and purposely looked for the news. No, my grandma definitely does. I mean, I'm, I'm I look for news stories. You know, YouTube will show them at me. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> when I, I honestly, I have the, I read my news. I, I have the news app, and I'll, I'll get notifications and say, oh, this topic is something you're interested in, or you know, it's, it's a really important something going on on alert. Mm -hmm. And then I read, I just read the articles based on like that, the Apple News app, because it's just, you know, it's just like right in front of me. How could I not? Kind of thing. Um, yeah. Whether you know, rather than going searching for the stories or going to a specific journalist or paper or something like that, I would I would just get the notifications and read it from all kinds of different sources. You know. Yeah. You, you know, this brings up another point, and I'm sorry if I'm boring this a little bit, guys, but um, if you think about it, you, you log on to YouTube, it's gonna show you things that you subscribe to, different channels, things like that. So what happens is you're not normally hit with things that aren't your interest or kind of what already agrees with your opinion. Right. And so now we get this sort of closed loop. You don't have any new information come in. Right. So you don't grow in that way. Where before, at least you were hit with things that were different. Yeah. No, whether you liked it or not. I think. Um, but now we, we've um, almost, we're in an echo chamber. And you only follow people that kind of think like you think. Right. You only watch the shows that, that agree with what you Think and what your opinions are. Yeah, so you don't get exposed to other things. I think we've lost that to some degree. I agree because totally. it's so curated what we bring in. Right. No, I think. I mean, as as young people, we just want to hear what we, you know, what we like. I think. Mm -hmm. But I think you want to silence old people. <laughs> it it's Asian. I know that some know people you. like. For me myself, I you know I subscribe to certain news channels that I probably normally wouldn't because I know I'm aware of that. But most people, maybe they don't know that. And it's just like, I, I totally see where that echo chamber is created. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of, you know, they don't see the other side of certain things. And that's definitely and you're not, negative. And you're not open to it. You're not right. close to it. Yeah. So you're totally closed off. I should say, you may be open to it, but you're not open to the exposure. Right? <laughs> right. You haven't left the door anywhere. Right. right. Well, you got ever going to go out and purposely watch something you know you're not going to like or agree with. Exactly. So you just okay. don't. So you're curious. I just thought the How about you guys? Do you hate old people or do you uh, <laughs> No, actually, I get a little bit of everything. When I get my all my news from Reddit, which is definitely they have their own opinions of what they put in. But I try to like find when they're talking about a news story, they have different ways to be able to segregate like the different comments. There's here's the most upvoted, here's the worst ones. My favorite one is I hit controversial. That's where you get the real things and the arguments. Like, yeah. all right, what's the unpopular opinion on yeah. this? So that way I try to see, you know, okay, well, here's what everyone thinks. It's like, oh, this duck is cute. And then you go to, like, just an example of a conversation. Like, yeah. ah, I don't know if that duck. That duck's definitely mother. That duck's are <laughs> Like that, that duck could be better if, you know, X, Y, Z. But it, ah. at least I try to expose myself. That and I, not that just, I was thinking this when you, you and Nikki were talking about echo chambers. I notice a lot of cable net TV. Maybe it's just because everybody I know seems to watch Fox News, but that's definitely to a target audience. Yes, it is. And I don't, one, I just don't watch the news on TV that much because it's so hard to just like, okay, where is the, where is the line of truth in here that isn't being propagated by whatever opinion that they want me to believe? But you got to, there's a, a, another point there too. Journalists have gotten really lazy. Maybe we'll come back to that. I didn't want to stop whole, your flow, but. No, that's. <laughs> I almost want to do that on another podcast because that's a whole other topic I would love to go into about just journalism and stand. But I don't, 
I don't really consider myself one side or the other, but it's interesting to listen to people who have that opinion speak on it and make me think, oh, well, maybe I didn't think of it that way, or, or at least I hear it. I, I always try this with anything I hear, just in generality. I try to understand it, so even if I don't agree with it, I know where they're coming from. Right. And it helps, right. just, it just helps me understand why they're doing what they're doing, even if I think their point A to point purple makes no sense, at least I don't know if I got there. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, even if somebody, you're talking to somebody who has a completely different opinion of you, let's say politically, but at least understand what their logic is or how they come to that conclusion. Exactly. It, it's like, you know, I've uh, had arguments with my, not real like knockdown drag on arguments, but an argument, I'm arguing this, you're arguing that. It's debating. But it was something like back with Bush, what was the example I gave? It was something like, I might think that children are better off if we make the public schools better. And my dad might say, well, I think it's better with a voucher system, so you get to pick what school you go to. So instead of us going, oh, what are the benefits and deficits of each of those things? What are the you know, pros and cons? Instead, people go, well, I think it's this way, and this guy doesn't, so he must not care about children. Yeah. And it just goes it goes off the rails, and oh. now it's nothing but a fight. You're butting See, heads. I love living in the gray area, but I'm also one of those people that uh, I think was one of the other I think Benjamin Franklin did this all the time, but purposely take the other side and argue. Even yeah. if you didn't agree with it, just to, just to hear someone's arguments. Like, okay, show me a point. Show me an argument. Yeah. You should be able to argue either side of it. Mm -hmm. You should Definitely. be able to see that opinion, but then you actually weigh it out and go, well, that's why I go with this. That's why my opinion is this. You should be able to back it up with facts. See, oh, and I, that's what I love to do on the journalism thing, too, is that there's so many people, when you're talking about echo chambers, People don't look for the facts. They're just like, well, I just hear this phrase all the time. And I think maybe this has to do with just advertising and whatnot in general. Well, I feel this way. Okay, but is that actually the case? Yeah. Well, no, the numbers don't agree. But I see it all the time. Like, no, you don't. You just think you do. And, and you're, we're living in a time where, you know, your opinion is somehow as valuable as this expert's facts. And it's just not the way it should be. I love when 25-year-olds are on the internet be like, well, we could solve the economy with this simple trick. You're like, golly gee whiz, you don't think economists who trained and learned in this didn't think of that was their goal? Yeah. Hey, where did we start with this? Was it, uh, it was uh, the death of the TV ad. Oh, just, yeah. Well, I, I, I blame everyone that you blame. I'm speaking in generalities, but I think yeah. a lot of it just has to where people, well, it, I'll tie it back and I'll make it make sense. Where we used to you know, watch advertising, that kind of thing, to help you know develop our opinions on what's going on. But now that you know a lot of younger generations and yourself, you're like, well, I don't want to listen to opinions. I want to form my own. So then you go and find the things you agree with. And then you're stuck in your echo chamber. And then, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, if you get all your news from Bill O'Reilly or on the other side, say like the Young Church or something like that, mm -hmm. you're getting a very polarized right. version of it. And if they, you already agree with, say, Cenk Uger and the Young Turks, whoever you watch, it just, it just galvanizes that opinion yeah. you've got. All those, those horrible guys on the other side. And say, if you're watching Fox and you're a Bill O'Reilly fan or whatever, you know, Tucker Carlson, whoever it is, it is you like there, and you identify with how, kind of how they think, and they just keep telling you, yeah, what you think is right. You become more and more close to any other kind of opinion, and that's, it's a real disservice that the news has done to us. And. Um, so when NBC comes up and says, hey, I've got a show I want you to watch, I go, you don't care about me. <laughs> you don't care about me. You care about trying to suck money out of me with your advertising and your fake news and everything else. Yeah. Hashtag fake news. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> inaccurate news or less than accurate news, I, I just can't do it. But I think a lot of people, when they go on the web, they, they look for, oh, I'm going to get the news story from this person or that person. And so you never get that other side. And almost more into that, um, that I won't go off too far topic here, but there's a funny, great series called Google Guy, or basically Google River Guy. And it's just a guy that does with all these papers, and people walk in and ask them questions. And it's just, and it makes me think, you know, when you Google something, you can find anything. Even if it's not accurate, you're going to find something about mm -hmm. it. So, so a girl walks in and she goes, do vaccines cause autism? He goes, well, I have a million results that say they don't, but one that says they do. And she picks up the paper and she says, I yeah. knew it. So what we're really talking about here is confirmation bias. Yes. And yes. to arrive at the truth is difficult intellectual work because you have to weigh each side. You have to look for what's the opposite opinion of mine, what's the opinion of mine, or just you're trying to come to the truth. You want to have as many true beliefs in life as possible. Because then you're going to make the best possible decisions. Oh, theorems, axioms, what are those called? Like in mathematical, where they're just like undeniably irrefutable. You can use, you can use them because they're never going to change. Right. right. You can't do theorems, I think. But yeah, we, we need to find more of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think with just news outlets in general, I mean, that's one of the biggest things that's changed from TV to everything and the media itself. Um, you know, we're just consuming content differently now. The attention is. Shifted mm -hmm. because, especially, I think mobile devices have have done a lot. I mean, um, a lot of the reason I don't, I don't know. I think it's it's super convenient for me to watch Netflix in bed on my phone or iPad, um, and on my TV and everything else. Just stream it right away. Where I don't feel like, you know, some of the digital cable right now and like all that stuff is just not yeah, there. It's Netflix know? and chill, not CBS and chill. <laughs> so, so let me you pose know? this question. Why then? Why did so much of news then go on a social media site? Because the whole point of social media sites, uh, for my words here, I don't know. For, not all the narcissists know. That's mean to say. <laughs> that's a personal <laughs> opinion. Uh, well, we can debate on that later. But you know, we're, it was supposed to be where people, you know, talk about themselves and meet other people who are like them. When did that become such a place to consume like news media outlets? Do you think it's people trying to do their own journalism in a way? Be like, yeah. well, my opinion is just as important as NBC News or Fox News or whatever. Well, you know, I mentioned the Young Turks um, earlier, and the reason why I bring that up is it was kind of cool. We saw Cenk Eager at the, the Web Summit in New Orleans. So that kind of sticks on my, in my brain. But um, with Cenk Eager, he used to work for MSNBC, and they wanted him to take, to basically push some opinions out there he didn't agree with. To just sort of toe the party line. He goes, no, this is as bad as what everybody else is doing. So he left. At least that's the story. And then he started up the Young Turks, and it was this YouTube thing. And now I, I believe they're the largest news outlet that's online like that. So they've grown it up pretty good. But you know, to answer your question, I think it's they just need another way to go. TV's not doing it. You go on YouTube. It's literally you know YouTube broadcast yourself, right? So anybody can compete if you've got good content. Well, and so he's, they've been able to do that as a group. Yeah, I mean, I think mainly it's just, like I said before, the attention has shifted to that platform. Like, you're not watching TV, I'm not watching TV. Why waste billions of dollars broadcasting to that in medium, you know? I mean, like, they could, and especially, I'll say this, Facebook advertising um, in particular and Instagram, it's so grossly underpriced that it's almost like no-brainer, you know, like yeah. they should be. And for everybody listening, we're talking about where we think it's going. There's certainly there's lots of people still watch television. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of people of still watch advertisements, and it's still very effective. But do you think but it's a certain 20 industry? years from now, I don't think that's going to be the case whatsoever. I think it's It'll definitely plateaued. 
Yeah. I mean, TV still might be a thing, but it might not be as popular as, as it is now. I think that will all just shift to social media in 20 years from now. I think there might be something that we don't even yeah, have like an idea 20 years from now. Or but yeah, I think you're right. It might, I just think it's going to be early. I think really the shift of advertising right now is going to audio because video also takes away, like I can listen to audio and do something else at the same time. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like the next obvious thing. And I, like I look at Alexa and Siri and like all these things coming out and even Google is now, their bots can like call people for you and like all this new stuff yeah. is coming out. And I think voice is the future of yeah, you know, like podcasts and radios have been making a really big comeback. I mean, when podcasting, when they come out, 15 years ago? Right, they've been around forever, but now well, suddenly. Think, think about the way people multitask now. Exactly. So if you're, you know, like um, London Real. Love London Real, love Brian Rose. But he does these really long interviews. And so even if somebody really want to see, like he interviewed Simon Sinek, or he had Gary Vee on there. I think it was three hours of Gary Vee, you know. Which is awesome. I don't have time to sit there for three hours or go to right. nuts. Right. But if I can listen to it in the background while I'm driving to work or while I'm doing some yeah, kind right. of mundane task, great. I'll, I'll listen to the whole thing. It's great. Yeah, exactly. But I just don't have the time to sit. And I think a lot of people like this. You just don't have the time to sit and watch it. And I certainly don't want to sit in front of my computer and watch it. Right. That's not right. comfortable, right. you know. Absolutely. At least I've, you know, at least I've got that uh, uh, Android device for TV, so I can you know watch YouTube on that. So it's more comfortable, right. but still. Three hours is a lot of time to invest. Yeah, that's a huge chunk. To when I, you know, sleep about four hours a night, it's hard to invest <laughs> three hours into a podcast yeah. or into a video. So, right. I um, mean, it's interesting because, like, I agree. Like, three hours of time is like a lot, and to waste it on like one thing and doing that to me is like, oh my god, a lot. But then the, there's like the whole binge watching thing where people will just watch a whole series, almost, you know, multiple yeah. seasons in one sitting, and like. Yeah, when you're know. ready to, when you do have that downtime and you're ready to watch, then you want to watch something you want to watch. Yeah, okay. You know, that'll keep you, that'll keep you glued to it. I think Netflix knows that. Yeah, right. The longer they can keep you watching, the more viewing, the more valuable. Yeah. I mean, I'll say myself, like, when I finish a series, the first thing I'm like, okay, what, what series am I going to watch next? And how many seasons does it have? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you want something with a lot of seasons. Exactly. I want to have a few days. You want something you yeah. know, to keep you going for a while. Junior, what, how, what, what about you? What do you do for entertainment like that? Well, yeah, uh, I'm going to be on to Netflix too. And I really watch TV. We, I don't even have um, cable in my house too. So. I would say it's, it's more uh, tripping, tripping down uh, the like, development of technology more than phones. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I would say like a couple couple years ago, uh, TV would be like uh, one of the main uh, screen that like when coming back from work and stuff like that, it's one of the main screen you look at it when you get right. home. Right. But most of now you got phones. You get to home, you're looking at your phone every time too. Yeah. yeah. You can watch everything you want on your phone. So. Right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, in between all the, I mean, obviously they have devices for TVs and smart TVs and stuff, so you can kind of stream everything on there. But the ability just to have on all my devices, computer, laptop, phone, uh, iPad, whatever, I can just download the app and stream yeah. what I was watching in the living yeah. room. Like, yeah. what? So, you know, yeah. it's really cool. Oh, yeah, or, or I'll watch something on my phone and just cast it to the TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. But even my, um, my video game consoles start doing that, too, just on that. Because, yeah. like, when I'll be playing, 
Diablo 3 the other day, and they every week they've got like a challenge that you can do to get extra prizes. And I was thinking like, my god, I can't figure out how to do this in time. Mm -hmm. So I pull up like a YouTube video watch. I'm like, oh, that's how you do it. And then on the Xbox, it'd be like, you're watching YouTube. Do you want to link that? How do you even <laughs> go away? Yeah. Go away. Well, you know, there's one other one other piece. And Mason, we need to ask you next too. What, you know, uh, how you feel about it? Get everybody involved. But I think there's one big thing too. Why we watch YouTube or why we watch Netflix? Not let's just call it the big three networks. You know, NBC, ABC, right. CBS, right? It's because it's the same reason why HBO did so well because the content was better. They had better shows. They were showing you uncut movies. And back when HBO was new, that was a big luxury. You know, you know, oh, you got HBO. But now Netflix, it's like a standard thing everybody has. Yeah. You know, and the content on Netflix is really getting good. They've got original movies. They got no and disclaimer. I don't work for Netflix, uh, <laughs> but they've got original shows, series, and things. It's like, man, this is really high quality stuff. Plus, they aggregate from all over the world. You'll see shows and movies that were made in New Zealand that they brought in that they thought were good. So it it just keeps getting stronger. You see, Disney's getting on that. I'm sorry, I'll, yeah, but <laughs> Disney's getting on that too because I think their contract with Netflix is going to be up next summer. So they're going to be making their own streaming service for like exclusive Disney stuff. So it'll be interesting to see what they adapt to some of them. Yeah. Them. How about you, Mace? How do you? Uh... Well, I mean, I mean, the first time you have TV and stuff like that, you have networks, and so it's like you can be entertained. It's like, okay, here's old tube box, you know, check it out. <laughs> and so, but now you have it to the point where it's like, now you have your own network. You watch whatever you want, you know, and it's just typically the same thing. It's That's like, interesting, your own network. Because yeah, you, you you curate or you find the stuff that you want to watch. Yeah. And it's it, like, you're, yeah, it's, it, yeah. And it's, it's not even like, interesting. it's not even like YouTube has better content. You know, I, I'll watch something just because it's there. It's like, it's three hours of <clears> almost nothing. It's just like, oh, well, I mean, it's better than just sitting on my ass, right? <laughs> Now it's like my ass and watching something. And that's how it was with TV initially, where it's just like, it doesn't matter what that. It's like, yeah, it's an ad, but you're watching something. <laughs> and so then it became from like, I mean, ads I felt like was a part of it, and now ads are a nuisance, because that's what's sold. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have, now the internet is providing, not vaguely, because it was like, how do we appeal to people? How about TV shows? You know, what was uh, TV shows and stuff like that? In the 50s, when everyone was watching it, or are they watching? Just anything that was on, almost. Yeah, it was a, well, it was a miracle they could even see a moving picture in the fifties. Right, right. right. But, but <laughs> Most now, people still had a big old radio. But now you can curate it, and now you have your own network of like stuff you like. Yeah, that's what's changing. There's so much content. Yeah, because before you yeah. mentioned this yeah. before, like the three networks or whatever, everybody was talking about that same show. That's like, did you had. watch so and so last night? And it's like, right. now we don't do that. Yeah. It's hey. like, you, I might ask you, have you watched this series before? And you've probably never heard of it because right. it's so much There's out so there. many of them, yeah. yeah. See, that's why I feel like I shouldn't be part of this discussion. I don't have anything. I have cable, I have Netflix, I have Hulu, I don't have YouTube, but like nothing. I think that puts you at an advantage. Probably. Just that's why you're in this. <laughs> that's <laughs> like nothing. Do you know, lead the read the billboards on your drive home or like you any know, kind of like advertising no on South Highway 395 there's nothing out there. When you watch stuff it's just on your phone? No, I don't watch stuff. Like, then you're better off than us. Yeah. But honestly, <laughs> but I think I substitute mine with like video games. But there's no right. advertisements in those. Because yeah. I don't yeah. play those ridiculous like, play a loop, Craig, and get back in like pay to play, nope. <laughs> so essentially would we agree we all want content without advertising? Yeah. Is that what is that what drives it really? Yeah, that's pretty much it. 
uh, I would say like YouTube and all that social media, uh, the way they, uh, they kind of like curated the content towards like what you like. So mm -hmm. like on TV, you have to look it up, uh, look through like different channels on like what you want to watch and like maybe you want to go to another channel. Yeah. But on YouTube, uh, Facebook, all that, all you have to do is search, search what you want and it's right there. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. much easier. And see, I don't know, personally, um, I guess this comes from an advertising perspective because like, I am doing this sort of stuff, but I don't mind watching a few ads, you know, but as long as it's like a good time. I like clever ads. I like I, en I can enjoy, you can make advertising enjoyable right. and entertaining. Yeah. I agree. Super Bowl I would actually want to bring up, so I'm kind of glad you mentioned that, because I mean, whenever the Super Bowl happens, yes. everyone makes people either really funny or like shock value, like the, the nationwide commercial. Right. I mean, they put so much more production value. And then there's something that you said, Mason, like when you're a kid watching TV. I was just thinking, like, man, toy advertisements are so much cooler. Like, yeah. they went to so much trouble to make these toys oh just my God. really yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, they build these sets for them and sound effects. I'm like, how come they stopped doing that Everything kind of thing? thing? Yeah, but they were so much less, like, interesting. Now you have, I don't know. I don't oh, know. These toy manufacturers were just insanely good marketers. Yeah. It wasn't like someone said, hey, there's a movie, make a toy. Most of the time, they're like, we need to come up with a new toy, and they have kind of a whole backstory of these guys who yeah, fight each other, and, right. like yeah. and, and there was no comic book that went with it or, you know, that predated it. Right. Like yeah. He-Man, they made that stuff right. out of pretty just, much nothing. Yeah, yeah. Bionicles they came is up, a huge one they did too. Oh, the Bionicles? Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bionicles yeah, yeah, Mason, like, when you were yeah, a kid, yeah. you were huge into those. Yeah. Now they're doing like Transformers, where it's just like, oh, Power of the Primes, and it's like, oh, you have to read the comic books to get the... Mm -hmm. Yeah, you didn't have to do that yeah. with toys. It was like on the back of the box. I think box. the Transformers were another one that the toy was, manufacturers yeah. made up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was. And then like the was, movie in like the in 80s fact, actually, and the, the stuff they've done, that's crazy. The first one was like a gun, actually. It like was a car that turned into a gun. Yeah, and a robot yeah, yeah. That turned into a gun or yeah. And, then, and like on the yeah, back of the box, it would be like Optimus Prime. It's like, I told you right there. And you're like, sweet, I have the leader. Right. You think about that's the ultimate way to make a product. You look at your target market. What is it they want? Mm -hmm. And then you work back from that, right. which yeah. is kind of, you know, they started with the end in mind. But I what's kind of funny about those toys is that they told you you wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they told you, the you background. Yeah, they told you the background story, or just like, hey, he manages. He's got the yeah. power. He's, 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 he's the master of the universe. Right, right. This is Skeletor. He's a Skeletor head. You can tell he's bad. <laughs> you know, yeah. that clear. Yeah, because yeah. it's not like you needed it. it. I mean, kids just wanted something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just like you said, like in the TV ad is clever, funny, I'll enjoy it. Because I think maybe it's just because they went the extra value just above just being like, buy my stuff. To be like, yeah. here's a clever, like we're selling you our stuff, but here's a cool, clever cool. way we're advertising. Where I appreciate at least the, either the attention to detail or the effort put into it. Right. Like, okay. And when they do that, it's it, it feels like there was somebody really thinking and caring behind it. Yeah. And it's almost a why. That almost gives you almost well, like, I identify with them. It's like when something makes you laugh or something funny, you kinda oh you, you get it. You you connect with them on a certain level. And you can do that in advertising. That's what I think the most clever ones do. One of my favorite ones they did, because it's just ridiculous, it's silly, because they know what they're selling is ridiculous. I think it was with the science the science study that came out about how we sit on toilets is like bad for us. You're supposed to squat. Yeah. So they sell those stools up you squat. One of them was like rainbow poop unicorn. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's utterly ridiculous, but it's hilarious. Because they know what they're selling. I like, missed no out, but it sounds great. <laughs> I'm sure 
Go yeah. look on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, it's just sword, but they know what they're selling. I mean, they're literally selling you products that help you ship. <laughs> so and who the, wouldn't want that? I literally bought my one of my friends a squatty potty. Yeah, like, I just swear to God. But the whole like. I would buy an injecto potty. But they just <laughs> went like <laughs> over and above being like silly and ridiculous because they know they're talking about something people like talk hush oh mm -hmm. right. respectfully. So they just bring it up. Yeah, so that kind of thing I can like, okay, they know what they're selling is silly, so they're just wrong with it. Right. Yeah, it works. I mean, like I said, I don't mind that certain advertising. If it's curated for me and it's like, you know, something I'm I'm like clever or something that I'm gonna get some humor out of or whatever that is. Um, and then if it's at a good time, you know, if they show it to me before the show and after the show, that's fine. But in between, no. It, it's going to get, get to where marketing is absolutely indistinguishable from the the entertainment. Right, right. In fact, we already have it. Um, product placements and movies has been going on forever. Mm -hmm. oh, it, it's yeah. got to get, yeah. it's got to get more and more. Oh, I want to use the word insidious. It's going yeah. 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 to have to because otherwise it's not going yeah. to work. Well, like I've said, you guys, you younger, you know, millennials, especially Gen Z, impervious right. to traditional marketing. It does not work. Right. Mm -hmm. The MyPillow ad, buy a MyPillow, ding, 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 you know, the little jingle at the end. Yeah. You know, I'm 47 and it makes me want to puke. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. It's like, oh, I'm not going to buy a MyPillow. I don't care how good it is, just because the marketing is horrible. In fact, I just went to Kohl's this last weekend to buy new pillows, and they had the my pillow. They're in a great big bin. They're on sale. Wouldn't touch them. Wow. Would not touch them. Right. As long as that guy has that cheesy mustache and does those terrible commercials, he has not earned my business. See, but and there I, you have it. I always want to go on the flip side of this one that social media, because it ended up taking like horrible commercial advertising and something funny, made me kind of want to buy it. Like, um, it was after Bill, is that his name, Bill Mays? Thank you. Oh, he yeah. passed, and the, the guy Vince something. I can't think of his last oh, name. Oh, um, by the way, next time you're talking to Randy, oh, Randy Connell's here. Yeah. He knew Billy Mays. Really? Yeah. Really? He used to do the same kind of stuff. But anyways, um, yeah. Vince took Vince over. Vince from ShamWow. Yes. So someone on YouTube took the um, it was the he did the ShamWow and the Slapshot, and he basically made a remix song out of it. <laughs> and it's so darn catchy. It makes me want. Buy it just so I could sing their stupid song that was literally made up for someone just because it was. Catchy. That's what was funny about that Vince guy. It's like, this dude's off the rails, but man, I gotta watch and see where he goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he just took the song, put like this simple like hip hop beat to it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know, but like sometimes even my brother and I will start singing it, and my friends like. Singing about slash. <laughs> like, yes. right. Didn't Vince get beat up by a prostitute? Or I something? think so. I don't know. That kind of ended his career. I don't know. Those are the only two things I remember him like advertising on the those infomercials. That whatever. came out of nowhere, man. <laughs> yeah. He sold a lot of sham wow. Right. Man, that's another thing that's always odd the infomercials, where they're all done in the same way, where it's like. Yeah, it's, it's like, a true black and white. Pick up your water bottle and it would show me be like, dropping no, like and just staring and shaking. Supposed to look like a, they're infomercials, but they're supposed to look like a real TV show. Yeah. And then they pan out, the audience were obviously paid, they're like, oh my, that's so gratifying. Right. You know, they're shaking their heads and just, oh, they can't believe the value they're seeing in front of them on this right. stage. There's a subreddit <laughs> I have, it's called Where Did the Soda Go? And it's based off of this infomercial. Basically, they take the infomercials and just make them absolutely ridiculous. Like where one 
shows the way she like drops a fork or something, hits the ground, and just goes nuclear explosion. <laughs> the whole world explodes. It's like don't want this to happen. <laughs> like, but it just makes me laugh because that's kind of what they like insinuated. Right. Like, so you see a really funny. Uh, kind of like in the death of TVS that people just turn them into something ridiculous because our generation, I think mostly younger people who do this, just make it like, look how silly this is. Right. Yeah. And they make jokes out of it. I mean, so to sum this up, the death of TV, in our opinion, yes. if we're sharing the opinion, right. is that we want to watch what we want to watch, and what we don't want to watch are lousy commercials. Mm -hmm. And so to escape those, we've gone through the extraordinary length of watching all of our stuff streamed over a network rather than traditional television. Yeah, I think that's about it. And so you can find advertisements everywhere, even in a comic book. I mean, you're like, oh, what happens next? Oh, and then, and you're like, flip the page, it's like, oh, yeah, you get back into it. Spider-Man wants me to buy crisp toothpaste. I don't understand. You don't Hulk? even see his teeth. Oh, look, Hulk Underoos. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. That's funny. Battles. For when you want to go out at night, eat some cereal. <laughs> For when you need to do it yourself. <laughs> well, guys, do you think we can wrap it up? We, yeah, I think we've come good. to a conclusion. Cool. Yep. Advertising has destroyed media. <laughs> yes. We'll have none of it. Absolutely. <laughs> and so it's Netflix for us. Oh, man. Yeah. I'd rather pay the couple of dollars a month and never see a commercial. Or you yes. could save on everything and just not watch it at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tori, you cannot be perfect. <laughs> oh, cool. Good advice, Tori. Good Thank advice. you. Thank all you. Right. Just stop consuming media. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. <laughs>